yes, yes, yes. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome back to a reintroduction of Late for the Party on Anchor FM. I am your host, Melodious, a.k.a. Coverboy, the modern marvel, also known as the mad one, Harry LaBrea. That's right, y'all. I am back. I have been out of commission for a cool minute, just trying to get all kinds of stuff together. Man, it's been busy, but... You know, trying to get that structure together. You got, you know what I'm saying? You guys understand how it could be trying to juggle, what cha- trying to do juggling act with chainsaws and whatnot. So, you know. But before I get into it, we're gonna talk. We're gonna get. We're gonna do a quick fire review. We haven't done one of those in quite a while, but it's gonna be a little bit of a twist. Of an in my mind, in my partake in what I watched. So we're gonna talk about Megan, the movie Megan that just came out about a few weeks ago. So before we do that, please comment, like, share, subscribe, support the podcast in all forms of social media where Late for the Party is present. Check me out on Late for the Party 2.0 on TikTok. You can also follow me, Harry LaBrea, on Instagram, eh, Facebook, I'm still on there too, but you know, that's more like family and friends and whatnot, so, but uh, you can check me out on all my, my link tree, everything is there from my Twitch, I just uploaded my YouTube channel with a little gameplay of Breaker's Revenge, I was having a hard time, I had to rage quit, I'm serious, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's all fun and love. Also, check out the cool Late for the Party merch. You know what I'm saying? Cancel culture, these nuts is there. So, you know, check that out. So, get your shirts, all of that cheerful stuff. So, let's get this party started. All right. Man. I must say, Megan is pretty much an interesting film. I mean, it's rated PG-13, but for what they were doing for, like... Like a modern time, honestly, you know how like they redid uh, Child's Play, and then they made Ch- uh, Chucky not all supernatural with voodoo and everything. They just made him all AI. I think Megan was ten times better. And no disrespect for Mark Hamill playing the voice of Chucky, but I think the setup for Megan was 10 times better than the new version of Child's Play. I mean, and also a little bit more, like, like, okay, I can see that. Like, you know, a four-foot, four-foot, or a four-foot robot android girl. <laughs> oh, man, she was a trip. A four, four eleven. but the whole premise was girl in the family she's like got these little like little Furbies or whatever the hell you know but they're kind of like a combination of Furby you know like little uh those little pets that you like electronically had to feed and all of that stuff 
kind of the shit that we saw in the early 90s, and like in the mid 90s, in the early 2000s. So, I guess the the mother and the father and their little girl, they're going on a trip. It's snowing. Of course, you could put two and two together. Bad shit happens during this trip. So, God, well, I mean, mom and dad dies. And the girl who created, the lady who created most of the, like, the work that she, the toys and all that stuff that she's get, uh, you know, the aunt is taking custody of the daughter. So, but in the process of that, she's kind of like hard pressed trying to get these toys coming out by her boss. But then she also has this little side project that she's doing, which she calls Megan. So that's the premise. She puts in an AI, and I don't understand this. Why do every person decides? When they're making anything, and this is like everything involving most films. You create a robot, the robot goes ape shit. Now you want to destroy the robot, but then the robot has significance on why it. <coughs> oh shit, uh, excuse me. On why it exists. You know, why its existence, what's its sole purpose, and everything. You kind of understand what she's doing to some degree. She has a protocol, she has a reasoning why she's doing what she's doing. And and for for good reason. You know. Forgot the little girl's name in the process, but fun fact, the little girl in Megan is also the little sister of the girl from Black Phone. (laughs) Which, honestly, it's like both of these girls so far have been doing pretty damn good for themselves. Her parents, their parents must be hella happy right now. (laughs) Uh, The McGraws, that's, their last name is McGraw, that's the truth. But, um, yeah, man, but so far, I mean, the the kills, well, I mean, like I said, the <coughs> it is a horror movie to some degree since it's rated PG-13. Uh, Megan is a trip, bruh. Like, she has this, this kind of like, don't fuck with me attitude. <laughs> and like, you know, when she like crosses her, like, when she gives you that look, you're like, ooh shit, you know something's about to go down, so, a lot of humor in it too, which is like, you know, which is interesting because it kind of, the premise has always been like, obvious and whatnot, but it's still entertaining, you know, the plot was like definitely obvious, like what was going on and how it might turn out, and of course, it leads to sequels and whatnot, but, I mean, deep down, it's still a fun, it's a, still a little fun time to go watch a movie like that. I mean, well, it's also, <coughs> excuse me, 
I'm still recovering, but, um, you know, it's like, kind of like watching the movie Malignant, like, one of those movies that you were least expecting to be what it was, and turned out to be fun, fun to watch, and it's like, you know, I could go back and watch it again and again, without any problems, so, not even white noise, I don't even do that for most Marvel films, mostly when I watch them a few times, that's usually it, but, like, for stuff like this, like, to me, does it really need to make sense in order to be good. And I think that's probably one of the, I, the the things about today's films and whatnot. It's like, look, just give me a good old popcorn eater and, like, you know, you go there on a Friday, Saturday night, popcorn, you know, just entertaining. I mean, give me a half-decent story, and I mean, like, you know, that's it. I mean, there was, I mean, even though you can't act, ignore, can't ignore some of the cons, but the pros actually weighs out more than the cons themselves. I mean, look, I'm gonna be a whole, I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you, and I know it's starting to sound like a broken record to some degree. But, at least I can say they didn't have any personal politics. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't have to have a statement. Personal politics. Well, other than, like, maybe, like, understanding the fact that, like, when people and kids are going through trauma. Or, like, uh, somebody losing somebody that they were close to. And you could you can understand the parameters with stuff like that because there were some there was some touching moments in there even with like with Megan with the little girl <clears throat> you know there was some touching moments in there so i mean like you know you could you could get some kind of value from the from the premise you know so like, children need to be protected at all costs. You know? So, I mean, like, you, there, you can see method of the madness in this movie. Unlike some other movies that just goes for a cash cow, but then it's like, you know, they want to put their hidden politics, personal agendas, and hidden agendas, personal politics. I said that shit backwards. Goddamn dyslexia. But... I mean, but what happened to good old-fashioned fun? Can we, like, even if it's, like, a serious, like, like, the film got some undertones, can it just be, like, like, exciting, it wows you, stuff like that, you know, let it be that way, you know, because that's what makes films what they are anyway nowadays, you know? It's good and refreshing, of course, Megan isn't something new that just came out of nowhere because if you think about it, Child's Play's done it. Uh, if you want to look at like 
films like Eve of Destruction with Gregory Hines, R.I.P., but, you know, but there's more to it than, like, like, there's more to it than just, like, oh, they're atypical <clears throat> film to where they're just trying to <clears throat> say, like, oh, this is what's going on with the world today, and you know, we need this, that, and the third. Like, just give me good old-fashioned fun. Give me a film that, like, you know, it just doesn't have to worry about problems that you would see on the news every goddamn day. Like, that's why we go to the films and watch shows and stuff like that to get away from certain realities that, honestly that we see on a day-to-day basis. Like, if we go on social media, we're already seeing that shit. So it's like, come on. Sometimes you just want to get away from all the shit that you see or you hear or you know and just go to a movie, eat some popcorn, watch a, a flick just to see if it's good or bad. And so far, I'd say Megan is pretty damn good. Good, I mean, hell, not a... Pretty good for herself to start out, start out in the freaking like January, to where most films go to die. A lot of January films don't do very well. You know what I'm saying? They just leave you. That's like before, before Valentine's Day too. But ultimately, I give my rating on Megan. I must say that I definitely give it a good I give it a I give it a good seven and a half I give it a good seven and a half you know it ain't the perf it ain't perfect it's entertaining it's funny has some uh, has some pretty good moments in there the, the the kills are actually pretty interesting to be a rated PG-13 film which I was kind of shocked uh, I, I mean, maybe it would get a higher, I mean, I think from what I understand that they might have an unrated version, but ultimately, let's just call it for what it is. To be a rated PG-13 movie, a horror movie about a, a cybernetic little toy android girl, it, it's, it's actually pretty good. I, I give it like a good seven and a half. Maybe if they would have had a little bit more gore and maybe bumped it up to a R rating. But I mean, they want to get kids in the seats too. So they did their due diligence. <coughs> Hell, I gave it a higher rating than Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Anyway, I digress from my point. So I will get to the next segment a little bit later. Like I said, you guys, this is Late for the Party on Anchor FM. Please like, comment, share, subscribe, support the podcast in all forms of social media. And also check out the cool Late for the Party merch on teespring.com, you guys. The link will be in the description once I upload everything to my social media. Either way. I am your host, Melodious, a.k.a. Cubba Boy, also known as the Madman Harry LaBrea. 
or the Madeline Harry Librae. I'm still trying to figure that out. Signing off, and as always, you guys, when you're late for the party, you're always on time.